podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. A Celtic state of mind. I'm Paul John Dykes, and this afternoon I'm joined by Laura Bradburn and Lawrence Conley to discuss Celtic 1, Rangers 1. We'll obviously speak about the entire game, but let's start off with the second half. Laura, uh, were you disappointed with the way that went? Yeah, I think um, we were we were very vocal at half time about more of the same, and we felt like if we kept playing that way and kept doing things the way we'd been doing them. Uh, we would more than likely come out with a victory. The problem was I don't think we did do that in the second half. I think whether it was Rangers stepping up a gear, although I'm, I'm less inclined to think that, I just think we lost a bit of momentum and a bit of impetus in the second half uh, that I was disappointed to see. So in the end, I think for me, although I'm never happy with a draw, I think it could have easily not been a draw and I think we're in a fortunate situation with the league where actually a draw or a win would have been fine for us the only the only bad thing would have been a defeat so to come away with a point is you know I'll take it not happily but I'll take it yeah I think at half time uh, our feelings were completely different uh, to where we are now Lawrence it looked as though we were on our way to getting that win uh, second half, some uh, some of that was self-imposed. I think some of the the jitters at the back, and you know the goal, for example, um, a massive fan of Joe Hart always will sing his praises. He's got to do better for that, and he's near post. Listen, second half, what they scored six or seven minutes or thereabouts, so almost halfway through the second half. Up until then, I don't think they'd really done much. No. I think we could have had a, easily had a free kick and the build up to their goal, but they certainly get a lift for the goal. Let's be honest, they looked as if they wanted it more. They knew yeah. this was do or die for them. Get a wee bit bullied at times, could maybe have played things a wee bit smarter. But then you've got that, it looked like sending off all day long. He's, you know, he's in the middle of the park in between the posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's heading diagonally forward, so it's still towards goal. Yep. 
Uh, and somehow it's only a yellow. But they definitely, they get a lift from the goal. They missed a few chances. So the draw was as good as a win for us today, as Laura said. It's, you know, it's all over by the showing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the fixtures that uh, we have lined up after today are uh, Celtic against Hearts on Saturday the 7th of May. That's at Celtic Park, followed by Dundee United away on the 11th and then a home tie against Motherwell on the 14th. So, yes, we can see the players going for the applause all around the stadium. Um, It was just really, I think, about... 55 minutes, Laura, we were starting to talk about making changes, didn't we? Um, and you couldn't disagree with the changes that were made. And I think they did make an instant impact. Yeah, I think they made an instant impact. And actually, in the case of one of the changes, specifically Hatati, you could probably argue he could have made it at half-time or any time up until the point it was made because I don't think he came out and, and covered him himself in any kind of glory in the second half. Um, just looked completely off it. I think he's probably suffering, as we talked about at half-time, from the fact that he's basically played two seasons on top of each other, uh, or or a season and a half even on top of each other. So understandable why he's fatigued. The, the, the substitutions as a whole, um, I thought gave us a little bit of impetus back and we actually looked for about 10 minutes after those substitutions were made like they might be the the difference maker for us unfortunately momentum swung back the other way again but uh, like I said it's just the manner in which it happened because you know if you switch the performances around if we'd performed in the first half the way we did in the second half and then and then perform better in the second half, I'd probably be feeling a lot better about it. But it was because of the drop-off in the second half that you're left feeling like ah, we, we, we kind of threw away three points rather than gained a point, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it does feel a bit like that. Big Bruce comes in to say the second half was murder. Uh, and Vincey 3 is asking, why can't we play two halves of football? Was it as bad as all that? Nah. I mean, they, they get a lift from the goal. Up until then, they, they told, I think we feel so bad because they were definitely there for the taking until they scored. You, they they really went on that second half until they got the goal. Yeah. It was the first thing I've noticed. That's halfway through the second half. After that, you could see we were nervous. They get a couple of well, you could argue they, they break a decision a little bit. I felt the Celtic playing the, the lead up to their goal. They could have had a man sent off. Uh, there was one out of the touchline where Jot's pulled back. It beaten looked as if he was going to run up the park. Not give it. it was his assistant ref that gives it. But then beating yellow cards to the guy, and you're going. How did that go from a non-fill to a yellow card? And your head, John. But obviously the refs don't come out and explain stuff. We finished poorly. There's no doubt. Mate. Some poor decision making. You know, when there's ten minutes to go, we could have been calming things down. We seem to want to move. Even with thirty seconds to go, ball boy threw the ball straight back on the park, and I'm going. There's thirty seconds left in this game. We don't need to be putting the ball back on the park quickly here. But, listen, I think they were there for the taking. They got a lift from the goal, and we looked a bit a bit nervous after that. Yakamaka's picking up his booking, mm. taking a lot away from his game. Yep. So he was kind of limited in what he could do. At one point, it looked as if he was going to shove the boy in and, and pick up a second yellow. But thankfully, uh, he pulled out of that. He decided not to do it. But, listen, mate, that, that's it. It's a draw. You know, six clear, nine to play for, two games at home. 
We're in control. And, you know, Joe Potter comes in, fair play to both sides. That was a cracking game of football. Joe Hart signing the season. Well, I'll take your word for the first part because when I'm watching Celtic, you know, it's from a completely different perspective. The emotion doesn't even allow me to to watch watch it as a a decent game of football. I get so involved in it emotionally. Joe Hart signing the season. No, yeah, I criticise him for the goal, but what a save he made um, in the closing stages of that game as well, Laura. Yeah, I mean, um, I think he... Well, put it this way, he was my uh, he was my selection for for Player of the Year when the votes went up on 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 uh, on the Celtic website. Um, I think he, uh, apart from anything else, it was the biggest problem going into this season was a reliable pair of hands between the sticks. He came in and pretty much from the off completely uh, gave us that reliability. Um, we were talking during the game, the one thing I feel a little bit that is a consistent issue for him is I think he has taken to heart the criticism about him not being able to play with his feet and perhaps the instructions from Ange to do more of it. And unfortunately, it's put us in situations where you're absolutely pulling your hair out and thinking you're going to have a heart attack. There was a specific instance where he was messing about with it a little bit too much and actually fell over and nearly conceded a goal. So... You know, if he could do a little bit less of that, then I would be even happier. But I mean, his shot stopping, um, the goal aside, is is up there with the best I've seen in a Celtic goalkeeper shirt. To be honest, and not just that, he he obviously brings a winning mentality and a, a wealth of experience that we've not had between the sticks for a number of years. And I think. I think, you know, he's one of those ones that if he had been alone signing this season, I'd have been begging for him to stay for, for longer. So it's good that we've got him on a, a on a permanent basis and we know we've got at least another couple of years to go with him because I, I think without that foundation between the sticks and extending out to Starfield and Carter Vickers, you really can't build a team without it. We, we all saw where we were at 18 months ago when you were relying on the likes of Shane Duffy, Barkas, that kind of thing. It just wasn't Scott Bain. It just wasn't you know, it's not comparable, really. No, it's not. And, you know, you also hope that uh, we have better planning when it comes to goalkeepers here. So you've got Joe Hart and you can maybe bring Toby, for example, through um, and get him the experience that, that's required for him to step in because it's been some time since we produced a goalkeeper out of Celtic Park, Lawrence. Well, I don't know. There was one that won the quadruple treble, mate. I think he's falling out of favour now, but... You're talking about Conor Hazard? He's done all that Saturday, mate. A goalkeeper who has played 50-plus games for oh, Celtic. No, totally. It's, I suppose it's a key position, isn't it? It's going to yeah. be hard to... It's maybe why we don't produce strikers as well. It's, you know, mm. one stopping goals, one scoring them. You really need to get that right. You can't afford to give them the experience of being allowed to make mistakes. Certainly not, you know, at Celtic Park, you'd, you'd lose too many points. I think Anne just spoke that if you look at the, the games, which ones would you have cho- chosen to drop points in just to give somebody experience? There's not been really many, has there, or, or any? I mean, since the start of the season, since the first six games we've had to, there's not been a game we could really say, right, I can drop points or take it easy in. So the keeper situation, he's been amazing. I don't think Ben's the answer, I agree there. Mm. Toby's highly thought of. You've got Ross Doohan, Connor Hazard, they'll probably move on. Barkas would say we move on if we can find a buyer maybe it'll be a loan deal because he's another guy that's not played a lot of football yep. so maybe they'll only fancy him as a, as a loan but yeah but, but we need to get I would like uh, somebody closer to Hart's quality than Bain mm-hmm. so that if anything does happen the, you've got a bit more confidence and the defences itself has got a bit more confidence 
defence today, their goal I thought maybe Ralston or Kamakart Vickers could have been quicker out to the ball rather let, let the player take it down but you know listen mate it's a draw the league's won you've got to be happy it's just a shame that the last what, 25 minutes there mm. were so uh, nervous yeah it, it was like I said if you if, if you flipped it round if that had been our opening 25 minutes of the match we'd be fi- finishing on a much more positive note it was mm. the it was the sequence of events that made you feel coming out the end of it that uh, was a bit disappointing but actually you know looking back in the first half that was where the game was won from, well not won but it was where we earned a draw I think and um, and you just hope that going forward we can extend that kind of period of positive play out to more of the 90 minutes in these high intensity games. Yeah, you're right. You can't forget the first half that we had. I mean, Maida's header, that's a, that should be a goal. Jota headers over a, a great chance. And yeah, because it's fresh in the mind and because it's the way the game ended, uh, you, you, you know, Rangers were on top at the end there. And I guess what you start doing is, uh, obviously the job still needs to be done this season, but you start looking ahead to next season as well. Um, Patrick James Simpson hanging on at the end, they had the better chances. Celtic got away with it in the end. But it's like you say, Laura, you know, the first half for me, Celtic dominated. And even when we made the, the substitutions, which I thought were the right changes to make and at the right time, um, it seemed to give us a, a bit of a boost. And then they scored and it knocked the stuffing out of us. Why do you think that happens, um, Lawrence? Because, I mean, I remember the, the question being asked to Tommy Rogic earlier in the season about, you know, can you take the pressure of being top of the league? He says, you know, we've been there for a decade, uh, which is true. But we've said on this show time and time again, that group of players haven't. That group of players are, are a new group of players. Listen, just before their goal, I think it's a foul to Celtic player, they get away with it and they get a huge lift. It's do or die for Rangers. They knew, to, you know, if they want any chance, they needed to beat us today. And they were throwing everything into the game at the end. Uh, but we a wee bit off it at the end did we ride a luck no more than Rangers rode in, in the first half or even the first half of the second half mm. it's I, I think they just get a lift in that they got a bit of momentum from the goal when they thought you know we've got a chance of, of doing something here for Celtic maybe we're looking at going you know a draw is enough for us here we don't need to push one for the win maybe that, that, that was playing in their minds but the subs I thought were fine up until the goal you are going well those, those subs have given us a lift you know Hatati I think we, we thought had to come off Kyogo's just coming back you thought well he needs to come off O'Reilly for Rodgick well could Rodgick change something you're thinking maybe uh, Abada listen here I think he's he's gone through it's a red card Beaton thinks it's a yellow what's your take on that Laura? Um, what one's that sorry? Abada's uh, breaking uh, oh, they, uh, yeah. Um, He's ap- apparently uh, going away from the goal, which saves the red card. Yeah, we, we had a discussion about it during the game after it happened. Now, for a start, he was last man and he didn't play the ball. So, so to me, that in and of itself is a sending off, regardless of whether you go goal scoring opportunity or not. But then Andy Walker starts talking about that, that Abad is heading away from goal. Now, I don't understand how a player running forward, who, as Lawrence pointed out, is in between the sticks still at the time that he's running. Does that mean that he's only running towards goal if he's literally running in a straight line towards the goal? I don't understand how you can say anything other than he was heading towards goal um, and it's a sending off. I don't even know if the rule actually has anything to do with whether you're heading towards goal or not. If it's a sending off, it's a sending off. It's a... 
it's a you know prevention of a clear goal scoring opportunity and for me it was without a doubt should have been a sending off could it have made was it too late to make a difference I don't know but we'll never know because the the decision wasn't made I think he he can sometimes uh, see it from both sides in a lot of situations but I don't see how anybody with any colour of tinted glasses whatever could say it was anything other than a sending off you can bet your bottom dollar that if um you know, Carter Vickers had done it to Fashion Sakala running through. Uh, they'd have been shouting for a sending off. So, yeah, for me, it's it's about as clear a red as you can get. How do you rate um, our challengers? How do you rate? The, is there a big difference? Is there a big gap? Do you feel between Celtic and Rangers at this stage, Lawrence? I'll ask you first. Listen, they're having a great run in Europe. They're running as close for a title. They beat us in the semi. They've got a team that's been settled for three years, haven't they? You can see they've got a way of playing that's more physical than we would play. They play for more set pieces. You know, they're in a European semi-final, albeit, you know, they're 1-0 down. So, you can't say they're not a decent team. But it's taken a while to build that. Mm. You know, I just had two transfer windows. One that came in really late on. So, they've got a number of players going into the last year of their contract that are key to them. There's rumours they don't have the money, you know, to re- to replace like for like. Maybe they'll get a, a huge twenty million quid bid for Ryan Kent, but not in this season's performances. Yeah, I think you know they're definitely the best of the rest mm. in Scotland. Uh, the reason and I'm asking, done well, so you can't yeah. say they're a bad team if they're doing. The, the, that. the reason I'm asking is obviously we have um, you know evolved massively this season Laura as a football team mm-hmm. and I think that we're nowhere near where Ange wants us to be I mean how could you be after two transfer windows and the amount of personnel coming and going and for certain periods of the season you know to be really up against that and I use numerous examples you know um, Joey Dawson making an appearance against St Johnson on, on Boxing Day mm-hmm. uh, you know it was up until then we were playing you know Owen Moffat plays against St Mirren away from home on the right and Mikey Johnson's playing on the left. There's been there's been parts of this season where, you know, it's incredible that we've gone on the run that we have done um, under the circumstances. It's only now that he's getting the full complement of staff available to him, Laura. But mm-hmm. on this showing, on the showing at Hamden, on the showing at Ibrox, there isn't much between the sides. And I know that, yeah, Rangers might be weakened if... Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. They choose to cash in. Uh, on the likes of Kent and Morelos, who are two of the players that are going into the last year of their contract. But what I'm looking at is how do we strengthen? Where do we need to strengthen? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing to say uh, in line with what you and Lawrence have both said is, you know, we can be as petty about it as we want, basically, but, you know, a team that makes the, the semi-finals of the Europa League is not a bad team. A team that puts out 
teams the calibre of Dortmund is not a bad team. I think what's quite clear though is that they are being forced to play in a way in Europe that suits them. They are they are compact, they are tight defensively and they take opportunities on the break. They obviously have a bit of a difference and a bit of a lack of ability to create chances as freely as maybe we do um, and that's why I think they struggle more domestically mm. but they certainly have you know players of note I think everybody knows the, the strengths that Ryan Kent has I think everybody has had plenty of positive things to say about Bassey um, and obviously McGregor in goal is, is about as good a goalkeeper as I've seen Rangers have so you know, their obvious strengths are there. I think where Celtic need to strengthen is... I actually would say that while I've mentioned a few outstanding players, and I don't mean outstanding in the sense that I think they are fantastic, but I think they are players who stand out compared to the rest for Rangers, I actually think we've got a higher level of quality across the squad. You know, I think we've got a a much more level um, distribution of talent and distribution of ability across the squad... And I think we just need to maybe sprinkle a few more match winners into that, a few more game changers, people the likes of Rogic, Kyogo, um, Jota, who's on the screen getting interviewed now. Just adding a few more of those in could be the difference on a day like today. And then I think, obviously, the other place we need to strengthen is certainly in defence because one injury to, to Carter Vickers or Starfelt this season, it would have looked an awful lot different. We've got a solid choice in the right-back position in Juranovic with a good backup in terms of Ralston. The left-back, you can't say the same. Taylor is open to to uh, discussion how good he actually is, but I think certainly uh, domestically he's more than capable. But we don't have a second choice behind him. Liam Scales hasn't got off to the best of starts at Celtic and Bolingoli, for obvious reasons, has not featured Beyond that, we don't really have somebody else that we can bring in at the left-back. So it would be my anticipation that certainly in the pre-season, defence is, is a key priority. And I would just like to see us uh, sprinkle a few more game-changers and match-winners in there if we could, if we find the opportunity. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at that starting lineup, Lawrence, and only three players were at Celtic when Ange Postecoglou arrived at the club. Um, those players being Ralston, Taylor and McGregor. Everybody else is coming under Angie's watch. Um, how many more need to come in before Angie is, is happy with the squad, happy with the team? Um, because um, although you know we're on our way to winning the, the league title in his first season, um, I do get the impression that the, the story um, has just begun, the journey has just begun with Ange, and there's a lot more work to be done, uh, particularly in the summer transfer window. If you, if you look at squad... Just as, as numbers, I think, were down in last season. You could say that Sorrell, Bolly, Ayeti, Barkas, arguably Julian, there's five. And three of them are really big earners. They're going to go. You'd like to think at least all five is going to be replaced before we even talk about adding players to the mm. number we've got. So five, and you want the players you buy to be coming in and challenging for a first-team spot, not to be sitting on a bench or going a project player. So, you know, five's almost half a team. So you could see wholesale changes, mm. uh, you know, of, of that magnitude. You could but also... A light up front, I think, you know, for yeah. out-and-out strikers. Mm -hmm. Kyogo plays it well, is he an out-and-out -out striker? The lead's going well, I'm not sure. Yakimakis is shown he can lead, lead the line, but 
could we do with a wee bit more competition in the forward line? I think so. A wee bit more physicality, a bit more height in the team. Definitely. Is physicality an issue, Laura? I think it is. I think we talked about um, why I felt O'Reilly was was a slightly better uh, choice than Rogic um, in the first half. And although I wouldn't say O'Reilly is what you would call a physical footballer, I certainly think he's got more physical presence and he's more robust than Rogic in situations where it's called for. Physical presence at the back for me isn't an issue. But certainly up front, I think we sometimes could could do with it. Not because, uh, you know, my preferred option is that we play the way Ange wants us to play and we break teams down with the way we pass and move with the smaller players and, and players like Hugo making runs. But it can't be denied that occasionally if you come up against a team who are particularly physical, you're going to need that presence. So um, I think I think it's certainly something we need to look at having as another option, another type of Yakimakis forward player and certainly another more physically demanding midfielder. Um, would be my preference as far as that's concerned but like obviously my preference would be if we could play teams off the park the way we do when we're flying this season with all these you know skillful players that would be my preference but you but reality is reality and you sometimes need a mix of both mm. there are quite a few comments coming through in relation to Rio Hatati Stephen Holmes doesn't think the players got it um, we did say that he, he should have been hooked uh, Laura uh, do you think now is the time that Hatati will be rested by Ange? I, I think, um, as I've said already, I, I, I wouldn't be judging him too harshly on his recent performances because I think we saw what adrenaline and excitement and a brand new challenge did to him when he first came in. I think, as we've said a couple of times already in this stream, we're seeing the effects of a guy who's basically played 18 months of constant football. And I think really... You've got to give him another few months before you pass final judgment on him, I think. I think based on his early performances and based on what talent we know is there, I would be willing to give him a bit of a chance to, you know, rest up, uh, recuperate over the summer and um, hopefully, you know, come back come back absolutely charging the way he was when he first signed for the club in January. What's your thoughts? Natati, we've seen we've seen what he can do, Lawrence. There's no doubt he's a talent. But um He's been a wee bit inconsistent and I think today was a game where you're looking for that physicality you were talking about and he doesn't, he, he, he likes going into tackles, I'm not quite sure how good he is at them. Um, is that an area that we need to strengthen in as well? What do we do between now and the end of the season? Are you looking at B20 play there? Uh, if you buy rest, you mean dropped, I'd say yeah, it's time for him to be dropped. Uh, I'd look to play beating in the number six, push McGregor further forward, mm. maybe keep O'Reilly in the team. Is the, the change that you're looking at going, we can make this? And I think I'm just going to play his best team between now and the end of the season. I think that's just the style of manager he is. And if he believes that he should be dropped, he'll be dropped. And I think looking at the last few games, it's hard to say that he shouldn't be. How that changes your midfield is different. You know, do we bring Beater on and push McGregor further forward? That's what I'd like to see. But, you know, McGregor plays it. He's your best number eight. He's your best number six. He plays the number six so well, doesn't he? So, if you if you drop him, who do you bring in ahead of him? Would he bring back the old favourite Turnbull? Because you know he played every minute under Ange until he was injured. Yeah, he's not getting much of a look in at the minute, is he? Not not yet. So, it's, it's what change. I, I've got a feeling he'll play McGregor at six, even even though he's wearing a mask and obviously carrying the injury, mm. a bit limited on his his vision by it. But I'll take a Hatati out, yep. Do you think that um, Turnbull might be 
brought back into the picture. Obviously, the, there's a couple of players. Sean Keogh's brought up. Beaton's a solid physical midfielder. And McCarthy could be utilised more to see out games. We haven't really seen much of Gucci. Looks as though he's going to be uh, looked upon to make an impact next season. Uh, but of course, David Tumble's back, and he was a go-to player for Ange prior to his injury. Laura, yeah, I think um, everybody knows my thoughts on on David Turnbull and the the ability that he has. But even I was saying at the time that he was coming back from the in- injury initially, I wondered if he would find it difficult to get back into the team. And I think when we were more on song, I think that would have st- certainly been the case. But it's, but now that we've got an obvious place where he could come in and uh, take up the mantle for somebody who's maybe a bit off the boil, I think we should take it and get him back in the team. So, you know, Hatati at his best, I think, is a preferred option for me. But if he's off the boil, I think Turnbull's a, a more than competent replacement. And the other thing is as well is... Uh, you know, it is a Ange has said it numerous times, it is a squad game. We should be we shouldn't necessarily be looking for what what one might call your your ideal first eleven. We want a, a, mm. a squad of quality players who can come in and out and are happy to do so. And if we can get all the players to a fitness level and a, a match sharpness that means that they're able to swap in and out regularly Turnbull being one of them then that's the preferred option but I think I think as far as Hatati's concerned it's quite obvious he needs a break it's quite obvious he's he's, he's a bit run down and, and, and that we need to think about you know certainly replacing him on a more permanent basis between now and the end of the season and I think um, Turnbull can certainly do that for us Alan Robertson agrees with you Hatati is a good player but he's tired and um, I think uh, Alan Morrison made a good point recently as well about the fact that uh, you know we've spoken about Jota and Cameron Carter-Vickers never having played so many games in their professional career and the same can be said of Hatati because he came into the game pretty late through the university uh, process so although he's maybe 24 years of age he's not played the same kind of level of football uh, for a prolonged period of time as most of the people that he's playing alongside and vying for a place in the team with. So, yeah, great point by Alan. I would expect him to maybe uh, miss out on the, the remaining three games, which are, of course, Hearts at home, Dundee United away, and Motherwell at home. Who have Rangers got next? Let's have a look at the fixtures. Um, they're obviously playing in Europe on Thursday. They will then be playing Dundee United on Sunday, and that's at Ibrox as well. So... Uh, who knows what might happen there? Maybe Dundee United will take some, something off them. But if we if we win our next game, Lawrence, and it's six points plus a, a huge goal deficit, uh, goal difference rather, then you know one more win and we've won the league. Yeah, but as long as we don't lose, <laughs> you, you, you know we could get three draws. But fully expect us to push on. This this was our hardest two games: Ross County away and the Rangers uh, at home were our hardest two games. Post split, we've got them out of the way. You know. Six ahead to be 90 goal, huge goal difference. It's hopefully we put hearts to the sword. Now we've got Motherwell still, still last day of the season. Yeah, they, they can't buy a, a goal just now, can they? Really poor run of form. Mm-hmm. So, listen, it, it, it is all over. It, it, it's just getting over the line. I don't think we'd be as nervous against any of the other three teams. There's some distance between them and the quality that the Rangers can put on the park. So, in that first half, you just looked at some of the chances. There was almost creating chances for fun. How's mm, yeah. how, how it? Yacht and what? I didn't know one. Mm. I think that's the first half was so far ahead is probably why it's so disappointing. And even the second half, 
for the first half of it, you know, it was fairly even. We had a couple of chances, but it's fairly even. It was only after they scored. Correct. I definitely think that there's a fill in the lead up to their goal. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a recency bias to the whole aspect of it where you feel as if you've lost the three points just because of the way the match ended. But mm. like we said before, flip it on its head and, and, and play the match in reverse and you're probably feeling as if it's a, a point earned. So like we've said as well, like as Lauren says, we just don't need we need to not lose between now and the end of the season. And for us, a draw is a much better result than it is for Rangers, and that's mm. that's as much as you can hope for at this stage of the season. I think a player who was brought up in the comment just uh, a few minutes ago was James McCarthy. We've seen him celebrating on the in the dugout, and I, I turned round to Lawrence and said, "It's just like a fan sitting in that dugout <laughs> celebrating." Um, he is a massive Celtic fan, of course. He, he would love to be at the club. Um, he signed a four-year deal with 31. Surely, regardless of your, your feelings for the club, Laura, at 31 years of age, you want more game time. Uh, do you think he, we might be looking at um, McCarthy to move him on, to to bring someone else in who's going to contribute more than he has? It's, it's a funny thing, because I, I was very vocal at the start of the season that I thought a four-year contract for a 31-year-old in most circumstances is... is financially irresponsible at best and I don't think he's done anything to show he necessarily earned it but I did say to Lawrence during the match that actually when Hatati was looking at getting caught, brought off I just wondered if today was you get a feeling in your bones sometimes that maybe today's the day McCarthy comes on and mm. shores things up and makes that difference so I was actually pulling for him to potentially come on and, and be that um, more reliable presence in the midfield. It didn't happen, obviously, um, but I would like to think there's still a reliable option there. I, I, I think if we m- go and make more signings in the middle of the park, it's quite clear that during the pre-season and during the summer, he's going to go further and further down the pecking order, at which point you've got to say maybe his, his future at Celtic isn't assured. But without knowing the ins and outs of the financial detail of his contract, my suspicion would be he would struggle to get the kind of deal um, elsewhere that he's maybe been given at Celtic and that's where it's going to be difficult to offload him because certainly not going to be another club in Scotland, you know, going back to Hamilton or something, going back to his his, his initial footballing roots is not going to be an option for him if, if finance is still a feature, which, to be honest, I wouldn't blame him if it was. It's a short career and he's coming to the end of it and you need to make your money where you can. My, my, my my only concern, like I said, is that he's, he's, you know, won a bit of a lottery getting the contract he's got from Celtic, and it's going to be hard to match that elsewhere. But again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not too, don't want to be too negative about the guy because he's not done anything today to to warrant it. I actually feel like especially towards the end of the season and maybe as things go on into next season when we're we're facing more challenges I would like to see him get featured a little bit more because even if he's maybe not of the quality that he used to be in terms of pushing on the European front he's more than capable of of providing us a solid option domestically and I think perhaps we can maybe utilise that a bit more next season We shall see, I'm sure there will be plenty of players coming and going in the pre-season Today Celtic were looking to win the game to win the league and it ended up Celtic 1, Rangers 1 and I did enjoy it, it's always a pleasure to have a couple of the actual team members in the studio So thank you everybody for getting involved in the comments section If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel We have loads of big content coming up this week You'll be seeing our interview with Paul Lambert and um, all that's left for me to say is thank you for joining me, Laura Bradburn and Lawrence Conley.
message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas visit cox.com internet for details Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Network.